All right, welcome back to another episode of Extra Time. We got a great episode, obviously, coming up for you guys this week. Combo's back on as usual, but we have a lot of uh, prem talk to talk about. There's some ridiculous games this weekend for pretty much every big six team and pretty much every team in the top half of the table. Um, so there's going to be a lot of table talk today. We do uh, a little bit new, a little bit of new player v player segment uh, that we like to do on this uh, on this podcast. Uh, we got five new ones for you guys today. And, uh, yeah, obviously we start off with some Chelsea-Liverpool talking to keep it brief this week. And, uh, yeah, let's get straight into it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of Extra Time. Another exciting week for us this week. We got, uh, we got more to talk about the Prem. The last couple of weeks have been focused on, uh, obviously, we had Klopp two weeks ago. Last week we had our teams play. So it's focused on a lot of Chelsea-Liverpool talk. Um, but we're going to dive into some table talk today, some player v player. We like to do on this podcast a lot. So we got, we got five new ones this week. And, uh, obviously though, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with the team talk and that'll be, uh, I'll let you go first, Liverpool. Yeah. How we done the last week? Um, we're doing good. I mean, obviously we lost to Arsenal, yeah. um, 3-1. I'm not at all mad that lost, honestly. I mean, to, to be mad after losing, to be honest, losing our first game of the season, to be honest, that Spurs game was... Witchcraft and terrible officiating, right. but in reality, it's been that it's just statistically speaking, that was our second loss out of thirty-four games. For a Liverpool fan, like if you're if a Liverpool fan's <coughs> angry or overreacting to that, then I think that's wrong. <coughs> I mean, it's a game of sports. You're not going to win every single game you play. I mean, we went on a thirty-four game unbeaten run in all competitions since that Spurs game in mm-hmm. September. Having two losses in six months, five months apart, that that means you're good. That means you're a good club. So I'm not mad at that at all, really. Um, obviously, people are talking about that to lose a game in the Europa League, but we're not counting that because we'd already um, qualified. We'd yeah. already qualified. We'd be, we'd be playing a whole bunch of kids that game. Nah, that doesn't really matter. But um, the one thing I will say, <coughs> Allison had his yearly blunder. I don't know that that communication. Uh, I can't remember whose goal it was, but for Arsenal to go to Martinelli, yeah. Martinelli, the, Van Dyke did the job. He cleared him out. I mean, he, a lot of people can say he he, he could have swept it away. He could have. But I, what he wanted to do was he wanted to clear that clear enough space for Allison to come and get it. But obviously, I've seen them do that a thousand times in the work, which just happened in one off time and it didn't, it didn't get going. Yeah. Um, the referee decision, Paul Terry is an absolute. Oh my goodness, that guy. For 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 people for people that um think like the whole LeVar pool stuff is like the the ref on our side, you're absolutely wrong, because literally the stats came out this weekend from um the refereeing officials, that out of the 20 VAR mistakes that, like, VARs came out and acknowledged sure. that they made the wrong call, four of them have been against Liverpool this season. Uh-huh. Out of the entire league, there's been 20, and four of them are, 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 are us. Do you know how terrible officiating that is? And secondly, how does Kanate get a red card? And then, and then, and then the very next play, uh, I can't remember, like, Gabriel did the same exact thing to Nunes. He literally throws Nunes down. The same exact thing Kanate got a red card for it. Nothing happens to Saliba, and Darwin Nunes ends up getting a yellow card for the set. Well, that's the main issue with uh, like, Premier League refs is the consistency. It's terrible, terrible yeah. appreciating. But I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to start this whole refs are against us. I mean, the, the numbers show itself. They really are, but it's fine. Um, five red cards this year. That like that's terrible. You mean to tell me every single year at the end of the season when the teams get graded on, on like the team with the least yellow cards, whatever. Liverpool win that every single year. <laughs> having the team with the least red card, the least yellow card. 
I mean, it's helping out of nowhere. They're now this dangerous, aggressive, whatever sloppy team. It's because of how much they can. It's because of how much Klopp's been complaining after the game, especially after the Tottenham game. But um, anyways, outside of that, third goal. I mean, Arsenal Arsenal deserved to win. Honestly, first half we were lucky to get to get one one. We played terrible, but we got lucky goals. And after that, the boys started to ramp it up. We just got unfortunate bounce that happens. Um, Tiago got hurt again. I, that that guy literally played ten minutes, made about five passes, and had a muscle injury, so he's out for a month away. He's definitely gone in the summer. I mean, he's one of the most technically gifted, talented players I think the world's ever seen. He's definitely in that category of technically gifted players. Um, everyone knows Tiago on a day is a fantastic midfielder, but he can't stay healthy, which sucks because we were kind of depending on him. And then Shobo vibes. Shobo got hurt, messed with his groin, so he'll be out for another couple of weeks. Most of we have him coming back. Um, I don't know when we're going to see Stefan. Stefan started, uh, Bajicic, he started um, recovering again. And then Connor Bradley's on leave because his father passed away a couple of days ago. Yeah, I saw that. So we got to cope. So, like, we were starting to get healthy again, but we were still battling back. I mean, um, but I think we're going to be all right. We got Burnley on the weekend, I think. I'm, I, our next run of games up until March 9th are very winnable. I think the sense we got to go on another run. Um, obviously, we have City March. I think the title will be decided that day, one way or another, depending on how everything shakes up. As usual, yeah. And then, but luckily for us, we already played most of the top six opponents in the first half of the season. So I think, like after the City game, we play City, Spurs, and that's it. I mean, I mean, United, I United, City, Spurs, United, and then that's the rest of our top six games. So that means we're playing like lower competition games we should win. Mm-hmm. And I think City they gotta they gotta go they gotta they gotta play Spurs again, they gotta play Chelsea again, they gotta play Arsenal. Yeah. So if if you're just looking off a of straight match the rest of the season, we do have the easier road to win it. But like you said, it's the Premier League. Anything can happen at any given moment, we don't know. I'm still confident the boys getting it done, but yeah, that's my overall assessment. Yeah, so you have Burnley, Brentford, Luton, and then us in us in the final. Um, and then Southampton then the month. So yeah, it's, it's an easy month for you guys. The Arsenal game is really the one that was probably circled, um, and that was early. So yeah, you guys should probably go undefeated. Um, at Brentford, it's always a tough game for you guys, though. It's always a thriller, per se. Um, but yeah, no, you guys should be fine. My assessment of the Arsenal-Liverpool game, I guess, is the big one to talk about from the weekend, was you guys did nothing, right? Especially, I mean, each goal you could pick out something. I mean, the first one, Havertz gets through. Allison, you know, gift Saka. You know, yeah. you'd expect you'd expect a better save. I know he did well to get down and save the save it, but you'd expect better. Um, and then Martin Alley, obviously, you talked about it. A uh, big mistake from Allison and Van Dyke. Two guys you don't expect to make mistakes. And then Trossard uh, down the left, a little Meg, little little Meg on Allison as well too for the goal. Yeah, and that, that was the first time I'd say in the entirety of Afcon or whatever that we really missed Mo. Because obviously we've been really good as a team, but like in big games like that, there's a reason why Mo Salah is one of the best players in the world. Obviously, we know Nunes going to be good in tackling. Johnson's going to tackle. Right. He's a good winger. But what separates the good and like the best is that moment of brilliance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we saw in Cuckoo, it doesn't matter that y'all were down 3-1 and 3-0 at the time. He came on in literally, literally a half-yard space moment of brilliance. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of what we need in those big games. Obviously, we can only be so direct and create so many chances and finish them. Like, like, like a- a- any solid Premier League player is going to do that. But in a big game when your team needs you, that's when we need that. That's when Mo is always able to save us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that game is the first time we kind of miss Mo during the time. But like again, I'm not going to be mad. I mean, we we literally lost 13, 14 game on beat and run. Um, we played bad. We deserve to lose. 
Yeah. So, I mean, when you're deserving to lose, like, lose, but you can't play the best when you got to go. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of mistakes from you guys that you wouldn't expect, but obviously it has to happen at some point, um, especially away at Arsenal is, is probably a good place for that to happen. Um, Chelsea, since the last time we came on this podcast, uh, it's official, guys. I'm, I'm potch out. Wow. Officially. Uh, 4-2 against Wolves, um, and something that me and my dad like to talk about, unbelievable uh, lineup that was put out at the start of this game. Uh uh, it's just the quality, the quality of the players. Gallagher. So I don't know what needs to happen for Poch to drop Connor Gallagher or Caicedo. One of them needs to go because I think the, with the way Jackson's playing, um, he, I'm telling you, Nico Jackson is the most valuable attacker. Okay, but here's the thing. I think at this point, especially okay. So we had okay. So let me just recap since the last since the last podcast lost four two to Wolves at home. Unbelievable game. Awful performance. Um, and then we beat Villa 3-1 uh, in the FA Cup replay to go to the fifth round. That was arguably our best performance of the year, and it, and it which is kind of a joke. But, again, Caicedo was awful in that game, and the team played well. But Gallagher officially is like, if you guys listen to Carson's podcast, this show first, you guys know how much I hate Justin Fields. And <laughs> that's because of how, how inconsistent he is. Connor Gallagher's Justin Fields, dude. That's my That's my take of the week, honestly. Okay. I'm talking about a guy that is loved by the fans when he's when he's good, but when he's not good, one bad game, people want him out, people want him sold, whatever, whatever. But he's you know we just got out of January. He's trying to get sold the whole month. He's awful the whole month. Plays this game and all he's used for is pressing. Like we were basically playing a four four two with him and uh, Palmer pressing the whole game. Yeah. And he played out of his mind, dude. On the ball, off the ball, creating chances, got a goal. Um, but I honestly don't understand why. And I heard Robbie Earl talking about this last weekend after the Liverpool-Arsenal game, after, also after the Chelsea-Wolves game. As a young player, you need to be dropped sometimes to gain consistency and performances. Um, and that's why Caicedo needs to be dropped. Granted, we don't have you know backups because of injuries. I would say Leslie young fits right in. Um, if you were to drop him, would be my ideal replacement. But we don't really have guys to come in and, and replace him. Um, as for Gallagher, though, we do. Yeah. You drop Gallagher, you leave Caicedo and Enzo as the two holding midfielders, um, and then you go front four of, I think right now, honestly, Jackson on the left, Madweka on the right, Palmer through the middle, and Nkuku up top. Yeah. And I know Nkuku's not the, not the best for using uh, as a press guy or whatever, but then play Palmer as a nine and Nkuku at the 10. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of moving parts. Um, but yes, I am potch out. I think that you need to get a guy that plays people in the right positions is the first thing. And then the second thing is gain gain some consistency. I'm really hoping the last time we got a big win was against Newcastle in the Carabao Cup and extra time in Pens. And then I'm pretty sure we lost our next game. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's just consistently. We had a huge win this weekend. Enzo, you know, obviously the rumors and allegations of him wanting to leave, he, he deaded those with a goal against Villa. Unbelievable goal against Villa. So, you know, we have momentum. Uh, we'll get into the Palace game and game picks, but then we have City, Tottenham, uh, Liverpool in the final, and Leeds uh, in the fifth round wrap up the month. But the Tottenham game says postponed. I don't know what that's for. It's probably because of the final, honestly. Right? Yeah. Carabao Cup final. Yeah, yeah that's probably why. Um, but, yeah, so City and Liverpool are the two big games this weekend. You're a Chelsea fan for one weekend at least this, this month. Yeah. Um, 
but no, honestly, I don't. I don't know if we'll win again in this month, and that includes Leeds, dude. I swear <laughs> to God. But uh, yeah, Elise and Eze aren't playing this weekend, so. <laughs> so if we don't win, I have no idea what to say. But I don't know. I think as we get closer to the end of the season, we can talk uh, pot replacements. I don't want to get into that right now. But let's get into uh, let's get into the table though, Combo, because you know on this podcast we like to do some table talk. Usually, haven't done it in a while, so. First thing I'll ask you, looking at the table right now, what do you what do you think can come end of the season? Is it accurate or not? And then the biggest thing that's circled, I know, is the twenty two games played for City. Yeah, I mean City I mean I don't know how they manage to do it every single year, but they always have a game yeah, in they hand. They always have a game in hand. It's unbelievable. It's kind of kind of interesting, but I mean I I I think it'll probably end the same way. Um I I think City are going to go on a great run, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the thing that's going to hold them back is they're, they're a fantastic team. They probably, they, they probably if, if, if you take their starters plus the bench plus the kind of four guys that came to make the bench sometimes, you take their 22, 22, 26 best players, you could probably make three or four starting squads of teams in the prep. Mm-hmm. However, I think the harder things for them is going to be like their road is in, way more difficult than ours, you know what I mean? I, I've they're probably they're probably gonna go on another ten eleven game unbeaten run. Well, the thing is, we know how difficult it is to kind of win to kind of win the prem if you. Draw. Well, they also have Champions League, exactly. and I, I'm a guy that like emphasizes the amount of games you play yeah. and the importance of it. I know Liverpool are also in the Europa League, but yeah, and the thing with Champions League too is like, if we all know for for some odd reason, the Champions League gods make City's road impossible until the very end. Like if they if they get another Real Madrid draw. We know for a fact that game is going to both legs. It's going to go to the hundred fifth minute again, and someone's going to have to produce yeah. a set of brilliance. Yeah. And then if you had, if you if you had that into the mix, and then you have Spurs, and then you have Chelsea, and then you have Arsenal, then you have us. Well, this is interesting, actually. I'm looking at this. We're talking about Champions League. I was looking when the second leg of the Copenhagen game is, and that's back next week. So we'll be talking yeah. about that obviously and next week. I think Europa comes back sometime after that. Yeah. So. But listen, listen to this. So they have whatever this month. What they're gonna win every game because yeah. they're hot right now. Everton, Copenhagen, Chelsea, Brentford, Bournemouth, Luton. Yeah. What I mean, come on. March, you go United, Copenhagen second second leg. So that could be interesting yeah. depending on how the first leg goes. And then you go Liverpool, Brighton, Arsenal. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a horror stretch. That's that's insane. But then obviously April and May they they end pretty easily, except for you know maybe Tottenham and Villa. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah, like their I march said, is ridiculous. Their march is ridiculous, but like, like I'm, I'm, but if I'm a city fan, I'm still very confident. I mean, it's Pep Guardiola. You have the best striker in the world. You have the best midfielder on the planet. Um, city, city should win every game. It's gonna be difficult. I think this is gonna be one of the. Obviously, we've said it before, but this is definitely gonna be like 2021, 18, 19 type of Premier League finish where it's gonna come down to a point. It's not gonna be as many points. Yeah, it's not not gonna be nowhere near yeah. 97, 98, or 92, 99. Yeah. This one is definitely going to be like maybe 85, 86 type, type of way the league going. Obviously, the last, we were very blessed to see that happen over and over again. That's like extreme football. Like, like literally only losing three games, four games. Like, yeah. it's, that's ridiculous pace. But now teams are catching up. You know what I mean? Players are getting better. It's going to be a little harder for that consistency to ever happen again. But, yeah, so enough for the top two guys. But let's talk about everybody. It's like Arsenal, I think they're going to stay at that three spot. I still feel like they're too young. To kind of get over. What's crazy is we're not. We haven't even mentioned them. They're also on forty nine. Exactly. 
And then the thing too, Villa Villa's I think Villa kinda have that four spot locked. You think up. they could stay there though? Yeah, I, I mean they were they were off I mean, let me tell you something, I watched that whole game against us this week. They played their starting eleven. They played their prim, Premier the, League the, eleven. The, the thing too that I feel like if I'm looking at the reason why I was taking Villa is because I feel like Nia Marie's a better coach than Plastic Keglu and Ten Hawk. Who are okay. at five and six. I like that's fine. So if I'm making my decision based off Coaches, because I feel like Armory can get his players back into it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I trust Armory more than the other two guys, so that's why I feel like they can kind of hold on to that fourth mm-hmm. spot. Okay, I like that. Um, another thing I want to circle is the bot- bottom half: Everton at eighteen, Palace at fourteen. Yeah. What do you think they go up or down? Both those teams. Uh, wait, are you talking about? You mean Burnley? Do you think Everton get relegated? Is my first question. To be honest, no, I don't think Everton get relegated. I think Luton's probably going to end up hitting another drop. I think the only team that's one hundred percent relegated right now is Sheffield. Well, they're, they're, you know, they set the record for you know, worst goal difference, I think, yeah, in history, and we still have, like, half the season left. Yeah, and then, obviously, Vincent Company's Burnley's been kind of horrid as well. You love them, though, huh? Uh, no, I like him now. I used to hate him <laughs> with Sean Dykes. Oh, my God. And then Everton, even though I would love for Everton to go down, they're, they're, they're too much of a big club to go down. Uh, they, were, they were really close last season, but I think they're going to find a way. Um, and then, like I said, I mean, the rest of it kind of looks kind of, like, regular to me, honestly. The only thing that stands out is why the hell is it 2024 and Chelsea's 11th? I don't think I've ever seen that in my entire life besides the last two years, really. <laughs> besides <laughs> literally the last year. <laughs> well, like, that's only irregular like, ir- thing I'm saying. I mean, obviously, Newcastle, they kind of went down to reality. Such for them, they've been ravaging injuries, to be honest. I think Eddie Howe is still a fantastic manager. I think the Saudis should stick with him and keep giving him the resources to, to keep retooling the squad. I think the money for Gordon has been spent uh, really well. Isak's starting to get going. We all know how good of a midfielder Bruno Gimmerich is. The only thing that scares me Tenali. is that yeah, God. will come back. The thing that's with them is if Bruno Gimmerich gets a call from, let's say, a Liverpool or, or I'll say City would go Rodgers. But or a big Saudi offer, or you know, like a, I can see him going like to Saudi, a, like, a, like a bigger team. I think those guys would leave because I feel like Newcastle's a bridge club. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a it's a good it's a good team. You can win it. You can win maybe an FA Cup or two there and have a solid career. Mm-hmm. But if you want to like win a Champions League, win a Europa League, you got to make it like it's like a bridge club in my opinion. But that, that that's only my that's only my biggest scare for Newcastle fans is if their players will stay. And like that lowers the money or the bad. Well, I have this theory, dude, that by before we die, that the Premier League, every single team is gonna have money. Probably. I think there's gonna be a lot of Americans over the next couple of years buying prem teams, yeah, like lower. We, we already teams. know LeBron has like ten percent plus ownership in Liverpool. Yeah. Um. No, I mean the Newcastle thing. How about this for Newcastle between seven and twenty? They're the only. T- they're one of two teams with a positive goal difference. Yeah, that's just them and Brighton. Sense. You guys have a negative one goal difference. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, look at it. You think that's accurate though for Chelsea? Eleventh. I like, like I've been Cause, I've been, cause, on cause, the, I've been on the Chelsea. Remember that TikTok I sent you? Dude. Yeah, I've been on the Treble. Chelsea train the entire season. Like I really feel like y'all y'all are not this bad. Like like there's no way like y'all have three four three or four hundred million pound players. Three, right? Mudrick, Enzo. Three, oh, you said three or four. I thought you said three or four, four hundred million. No, I mean, hundred million. How about like twenty? Yeah, how about you, that? You'll have a lot. The thing is, it's like, Potts needs to just pick an 11 and play that exact 11 for four games straight. Just give them some kind of consistency. I know. Because when you're always mixing and matching, especially when the team doesn't have any, like, flow in the very beginning, it's, it's, it's not going to work. 
and that's what we're seeing right now. I do believe Pochettino is a good enough manager to get it done. We saw, we saw him, what, what he did with Spurs for years. He's, he was able to get Tottenham Champions League, Champions League, Champions League final, get to a final. They lost, unfortunately, for us. But, like, he was able to get Tottenham kind of more relevant again. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just needs to just go back to what he did with Tottenham. Obviously, he's in a rebuild. Rebuild, pick your 11, and just keep it. Because the only way in soccer to get good form is with consistency. Mm-hmm. You have to play. You have to pick the right players. Yeah, that's what it's been for the last two years. Um, zero consistency. Um, I think that's accurate. I think we're going to win uh, the Carabao Cup. And I think we've, we're going to make a push for the FA Cup. And I think we're going to finish between like 7 and 10. Would you be fine <clears throat> as a Chelsea fan if y'all won the Carabao Cup and y'all finished, let's say, 9 and that a good season no. for you? No. I, and I think, you know, you know how... Uh, like m- most clubs have those like outside the stadium interviews like yeah. after getting like the ultras, yeah. And all, all the ultras for Chelsea were saying this week that, uh, like we'd be satisfied. It's all about the trophies. And I know I've been saying that to you as a joke for the last like two weeks, yeah. but like, we I'm done expecting to sign players when my team isn't in the Champions League yeah. or Europa League at that. Yeah. Like like the fact that we like you can ask like ask people back home like what I, what I would say to my friends when we got in Kunku I was like. Like are you like are you serious? We just got the one of the best players in Germany, if not the best player in Germany, because Lewandowski was gone last year. Yeah. Like that's shocking that he's coming to a team that finished twelfth in the Premier League, won zero trophies, and is not in Champions League. I think it's still like just the nostalgia factor that Chelsea is still a big club. Also, if we win the, period. I'm pretty sure if I don't know if it's if, if we lose or win the Carabao Cup, I don't know if it's if we win or if we win or lose, we're in Europa League. I know that for a fact that if you win, you're in Europa League. Guaranteed. So hopefully we win that. That's why it's such a big deal. Um, but no. Uh, so you get nothing for FA Cup. Let's say we lose Carabao Cup, win FA Cup, and yeah. finish ninth. Well, you get Community Shield if you get lucky. I think. What does Community Shield do? Yeah. Let's go, let's, let, me, let me come to Chelsea for $100 million to play in the Community Shield. <laughs> um, but no, I, to answer your question, no, I wouldn't be happy with that. Um, but I think that's where we're at now, and that's kind of what we have to deal with. But I would rather win the Carabao Cup than the FA Cup. That's fair. But there's a world where we do the treble, domestic treble. <laughs> there, is, there, there is a world. If it's, we win it's, out. It's one of those, like, Doctor Strange things with Iron Man asking how many how many chances, like, did we have to beat Thanos? And he's like, one out of, like, a billion. Yeah. <laughs> it's that one. Yeah. It's that one. No, there's a world where we <laughs> where we win the Prem this year. Yeah, no, like, like I said, just get some kind of sort of consistency and you guys be good. Yeah. And then I think I saw some talks. Going back to Liverpool, I said on Twitter the last couple out 24, 48 hours that I think we've reached some sort of agreement with Xabi for him to come. Oh, stop it, dude. We're not talking about that again. Bro, if he he's, up, he's playing Bayern. First of all, he's playing Bayern this weekend. Bro, it's the Shabby, biggest game of the season. Xabi Alonso is going to come to be our manager next year. Like, it's going to happen. Why do you not even care about him, dude? Why don't you even want him to win this weekend, man? You're just worried about him coming to Liverpool. Damn, what, what, what do I have to care about the German League for? I have no ties to that league. What if he loses I mean, this weekend, I, wants to come back and win the win the uh, I don't know what it's the Bundesliga? He's not because he's gonna come here. He's gonna make four. It works. He's gonna bring Pirlo and Kapie, and we're gonna win the league. And Nunez year. is gonna be pushed out by Boney Face, bro. Bro, Victor Boney Face is not coming. We're not. Anyway, I just want to add that. No, I, I think I think that probably that probably wraps it up for for table talk. There's a lot of things to circle. I think in here. And there's a lot of games this weekend. Yeah, but a lot of games. Let's get into played. let's get into a little bit of uh of something we love to do here. A little a little uh player v player, and I've got five. I think one, two, three, four. Yeah, I've got five this week combo, and each one is literally fifty fifty. I think, in my opinion. Okay. 
And we're going to start off with uh, the man coming back, Ivan Tony versus one of the best players in the Prem right now, Dominic Solanke. Okay, here's the thing with this one, though, because Tony literally only played three games. He just got back. Right. If you're going off overall player, it's Ivan Tony. But if you're going on in form and best season, it's obviously Solanke. Third and goal scoring this year, yeah. Like, Solanke, he's definitely going to get a big money. I'm definitely butchering his last name. I'm sorry. But he's definitely going to get a big money move to a top. Maybe not. I mean, I can see a top six club. I can mean, see. You know what I can see? What? Tottenham. And Tony ends uh, up at know, Arsenal. You know what I could see? I could see that, too. I see Solanke's a Liverpool Academy product, so they love seeing our boys getting some credit. But right now, I'd go Solanke. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go the same thing, but I think both of these guys will not be on the team they're on right now. Yeah, I next year, especially if Bournemouth get relegated. Yeah. Um, the but next... To be honest, Bournemouth would probably want him to go because they get the money for the funds, too. Yeah, yeah. Because he could definitely sell Solanke. See, that's another team, though. Michael B. Jordan. Bought ownership in yeah. that team, so yeah. I'm, I'm and, then, and then JJ Watt and Burnley. Exactly. And then, like, if like if you're a team like that, like they they could probably get between forty and sixty mil for Solanke. So that's perfect for them going down. Arsenal will pay up to eighty, I guess. Exactly. So they, that's perfect for a team that's relegated. They can rebuild, yeah. get more players, and be right back in the Premier League. Next one is uh, two guys I like very much. It's very fifty fifty again. Olise. and Jeremy Doku. Doku. Here's the thing with this one though: is Doku's a little younger. You have to think about. Yeah, and I do think Doku has. Has really pushed Very out similar Jack players Grealish. here. I think he's pushed out Grealish on that city side. I think Grealish is probably leaving the summer as well. That's my hot take. Really? Yeah. I, th- I, I just can't see him. I don't know where he would go. Here's hey, hey, the thing, though. Jack, like, like, if you, I remember I saw this bit. Like, if you look at big, like the young edits of highlights of Jack Grealish when he was at Villa, right. he was a fantastic winger. This guy would cut across the box, top bends it, could create. He like like he was a, he was an exciting young player. Yep. There was a reason why in the Euros during COVID, where like the English fans really wanted to watch him play, because he was an exciting like he, he with the ball on his feet. He's a very talented yep. player. Yep. But the way Pep plays and the way he, he wants his wingers to be, he wants his wingers to be direct and to attack and to attack the fullback and then either get like get a shot on goal or like kind of bring it back to the middle. You know what I mean? Like, yep. They're like very like. Strip play. You either go this way or you go that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then you attack the fullback. Jack Grealish is best when he can kind of like, I don't want to say freelance, but be create, but be creative on the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like kind of have some kind of like swagger with the ball and have fun with it. Yeah. That's not how Pet wants the players to play. It's very, it's very like, because like, City's like a machine. It only works when each when each part is, is, is clicking the same way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't, I feel like, I, I feel like Jack Grealish has to leave. Obviously, not, he's already having the most career success trophy wise, but if he wants like an actual like legendary career or like a money like with a great player, you know. I think he's fine being a backup at City and being good for England. I think that's his goal. I mean, if, if that's his goal, yes. But if he wants to be like, if he wants to like be a better player, he has to leave. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I just I, don't know where he would go. I, no I think idea. I think at this point, what? Because I can't see him leaving. Okay, England. at this point, look, he's already, he's already he's already won a UCL. He's already won. He's already won what, two or yeah, three. Two, 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 two Premier Leagues. Okay, that part, that that enough right there is enough for him to become to, to go down as a great winger in the Premier League. Just, just off, off, off numbers. Where off, where would off, he off go trophies. though? Throw a team in there. I can't see him leaving England. If he leaves City, honestly, I, like I, I don't I don't want to say it'd be a step back, but like the way Villa's trending, he could go back and be great for Villa. Produce, but like actually produce good sure. statistics, get good numbers. I think that's probably the best shout for him. Because right now. He, he, he's already been at the top, he can kind of bring that swagger back. He probably he probably won't win as much or win at all. But I'm just talking about like pure like career wise, like how do you want to go down? In my opinion, yeah, you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. he's a fantastic, like he's an exciting guy. 
Mm-hmm. Exciting player. He's terrible. He, like, he's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Vasily, like, he can't play. He will never get back to his peak. I don't, whether you want to say I that's, like, the second half of last season or at Villa. I don't know. Jack, he's only, like, what, 27, 28? I would, no. He's, like, 29. Jack Goose is 29? He's pushing 30, yeah. Yeah. All of that. I thought he was doing like 27, 27. No, 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 let's see. Let's find out. There's no way. There's no way. He's like 30. He's gonna get a big. Bonus. He's French as well. He's gonna get a big bonus. Um, but I think Doku is the better player right now. You think so? Yeah. I don't but know. I feel like it depends on the kind of player you like, though. I I don't know. This is okay. Doku is definitely more of a winger than Olise is. I don't know. This is really interesting because Do- they're both they both create an insane amount of chances. One of them is on Palace and mm-hmm. creates the same amount, and one of them's on City. So it's, there's there's a difference there. Me personally, I'll probably go Olise. I like watching it more. Um, and I get to watch him more because Doku, who knows if he's going to play every week with uh, with City. But I think Doku, it's hard to become to get a transfer to City and lock a spot up for, you know, how many however many years going forward. Yeah. And I think he's done that. So I have to – I'm going to go Elisa here, may, maybe because he's linked to Chelsea, maybe not. But, no, I think uh, – I think yeah, I have to shout out Doku for for securing a spot under Pep, which is not something that is uh, that's easy to do. The next one is con- very controversial though. Combo, this could be controversial to uh, to some people that we know, man. And that's Garnacho versus Saka. You have a big player versus a young and up and coming player who's been balling recently. Here's I love Garnacho by the way. Here's what I say: I, I love him too. He's a big Ronaldo guy. Yeah, of course. And, and, and he's Argentinian, Argentina, yeah. so that makes it even better. Yeah. I think this. I say. Saka isn't as good as he should be. It's I weird, dude, right? It's, it's weird, right? Yeah. Like he he has all this hype. He's a star boy. He's Arsenal. He's Arsenal's guy. But for your team to win five zero the, the other day, um, like last weekend, and not score a goal, obviously he scored against us, but like it was given like, tap it, yeah. on the tap it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Darwin Nunes can score a tap it sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. but I just feel like his output should be more. He should, he should be producing more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he should be better on the ball. I, I can agree right? with that too. I can he doesn't do that. enough off it to be to be this you know difference maker off the ball. Yeah. In my opinion, so I think on the ball he needs to be more direct. Needs to be better. Yeah, but I think right now Garnacho he's gonna be. I think that I think it's crazy because I'm also gonna go Garnacho as well. Yeah. I think that's wild. I think it's wild too. But the thing about Manchester United youngsters though is. Their career path is literally either A or B. They A, they end up going like Wayne Rooney. Like Wayne Rooney, right? They come end up being really successful, great player. Or B, they literally just fall off. A well, cliff. Rooney, Rooney was prem proven before he came yeah, to United. Yeah, People forget 16, that. Yeah, sixteen for Everton. But the thing is, there's only one guy I remember coming through United Academy and having a good career, and that's controversial. They had a good career, and that is Rashford. True. Think well, of name another academy product from United. You can't like. Well, well uh, I don't want to say I don't say academy product because they did get smaller when he was. Pogba there. maybe because Pogba came through their academy, but no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Pogba came to Juventus. No, no, no. He came. Oh, he he, he to, started there. Yeah, okay. and then he went to Juventus. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I don't know, but I hope that this generation of United youngsters can can do something. Obviously, not do something great because I like when they suck. I know you do too. I, I love it. You know, you know, you 
No, I like the Cowboys, but yeah. But I think I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I like Hoyland's and Kobe Mono and uh, and and Garnacho. But I think it's crazy to say, and it's not crazy as a take, but it's crazy to say that Garnacho is better than soccer right now. Yeah. That's how low of a level soccer is at right now. And then David Young might like that take it off. I, I mean, he, you know, he has to agree with it though. He has a little ball. He has a little soccer, a little, uh, little guy soccer, yeah. you know, whatever. And he's in his window now, and he's official. He's officially an Arsenal fan. Yeah, he's, confirmed. He's, he's bought it. Um, next one is uh, this is a very, uh, very good debate. Huang versus Richarlison. Huang Chan versus Richarlison. This season, Richarlison's been. Yeah, he's been balling. He's Huang been also is top five in goal scoring, though. Yeah. So is Richardson, though. Same time. Even though I absolutely hate Richardson with a burning passion. Oh my god, I've never despised a player more than him. Mm-hmm. I have to give it to Richardson this season. Really? Yes. I, I think he's. I think when he has talent, he, he's one of those players where he needs good talent around him for his best to show. Mm-hmm. That's why for Brazil he's always fantastic. He's uh, for some reason he's otherworldly with Brazil. Yeah. You know what I mean. But now, now you got ten in his last ten. Exactly, but now it's Spurs. He is Son. He is Madison. He, he he's Destiny Okoye. He's he's been fantastic. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when he has great guys around him, he can really get his best out. So I think right now he's got to go with Gucci. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Huang. I think he's more direct. I think that he's more of a difference maker. Yeah. I think Richarlison uh, is good right now because uh, Son has been gone. Obviously in the Asian Cup. Um, look at this. Look at this guy, man. The most famous guy on the planet right now, Jonah. It's happening. Jonah's back. Are we recording? Yeah. We're live. We're live. Jonah, are you a uh, Huang He Chan guy or are you a Charleston guy? Ooh, I feel like that. Pick whichever one you think best off the coolest name. Huang He Chan. His name's Huang. His name's Richarlison. Wait, 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 wait. Say the first name again. Here's the thing about Richarlison is he has one name. Exactly. He's Brazilian. Brazilian and, then Hua- and then you have Huang He Chan. Is he Brazilian? No, no. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's nowhere close to total other hemisphere, buddy. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I can't. I can't remember either of their names really. I'd have to go with the Liverpool player, though. None of them played for Liverpool. <laughs> nearly, yeah. he nearly, he's nearly. Catastrophic take. Hurry up, pick one. Oh, uh, the first guy. Walkie Chan. Yeah. Let's go, dude. All right. <laughs> Let's go. What? It was that bad. You, you want to shout something out, though, man? You got to plug something. Do I have to plug something? Do I? Awful. He's an awful marketer, dude. I don't know. This guy's awful. This is free airtime right here on Blaze Radio, buddy. All the, and this, is, Spotify, this is Blaze and Radio? Yeah, yes. part of Blaze Radio, bro. Okay, I'll go uh, at John Simkin England. No, dude. <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to do. You All had right, a... bro. All right, bro. Enough of Jonah. Enough of Jonah. Get him out of here. Jonah had a great video today on the Flare TV, yeah. man. That was literally the second oh, one. Yeah, dude, you guys didn't let him keep going. I was going to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Keep the story. Keep the story. Unbelievable scenes. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Huang for this one. And do we have one more? We have one more. This one's interesting, too. Okay. Because it's another city you could not reject, but city backup in yeah. Julian Alvarez versus Isak. I know you Alvarez. love I know I know you love Isak though. Julian really? Alvarez. That quick? That quick. He's most yeah, he's, he's You think he's gone? This think, summer? I think you, who do you think leaves first, Holland or him? I'd say Holland. You really Honestly, think so? Because because if I'm Alvarez's crew, his team we all know for a fact Erling Holland is not staying at Manchester City for a million. I still think he's staying. He's not. His dad's too much of a prick. Brother, Sorry. brother, 
if if it's confirmed Mbappe Mbappe is going to Real Madrid, right. right? Where's he going? And Mbappe on the Mbappe can play left or right, and the same thing with Vinny. However you want to put it, if you want to put Vinny on the if you want to put Vinny on the right and Mbappe on the left, what's Real Madrid's biggest biggest glare need? Ever since Benzema left, it's been striker. Are you serious? You think? Madrid's getting Mbappe and Holland. Are you being serious? I'm so serious. That, 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 that's been that's been Perez's plan the entire time. That's been it the entire time. That's insane. That's been his plan oh, the entire time. And first of all, Vinny can't play on the right. Bro, they they would find a system that. So works. what happens to Rodrigo? What happens to you know guys that are there that won't stop won't stop him? If you're building a team and you have Vinny, Mbappe, Mbappe, See you, Jonah. and um, Erling Holland, Rodrigo will go to the, like he'll understand that he's not better than any any of those three. Where was Rodrigo going? He's a quality player. He's he, a quality player. Can get you're him. talking about the best front three in the world when Mbappe comes next year. You think that's the best front three in the world? Vinny, Mbappe, Rodrigo. Yeah, I do. I think I'm giving Rodrigo too much credit. I think he's a brilliant player. I don't think Vinny, Mbappe, X. Is 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 the it, best it, front three? Those two albums would be any front three in the world. Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't think like I think Rodrigo's a great player, but he can come off the bench. Like like he, he can. You so you should be talking about a midfield three. You talking about you talking about a midfield that can that can have Valverde, Modric, Chuamani, Kamavinga every now and then, Tony Cruz every now and then. What about Jude? What about Jude? That's his own. And then and then if Tony Cruz. Can I understand his limits are getting cut every now and then he'll play every every other game because of the quality players that are around him. Then Rodrigo can do the exact same thing. No, he's not. He's too young. Yes, he can. Cruz would do that because he's getting to the end of his career. Rodrigo's in, arguably in his prime right now. But I'm, bro, I'm telling you, the, regardless of that, regardless of that, Holland's not a thing. He's not going to become a Premier League legend. He's, 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 he's already a Premier League legend. No, he's not. He's been here for a year. You cannot be a Premier League legend after being for a You win a quadruple and set every record, you're a legend in one year. No, you're not. Stop it. You, he's a, a city legend? Fine. But Premier League legend after one season, that's outrageous to say. How is that outrageous? One year? You won a quadruple. One year. You won a quadruple and set every record possible. One year. Yes. No, he's not, dude. To be, to, to be a league legend after one season. I, 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 I can't give him that. I feel like more people would agree with me. I can't that. give him that. No way. I feel like I'll, I'll post on the story today. We'll post on the story. Erling Holland is a great player that played in the Premier League. Right. But if he leaves this summer, he's not a Premier League legend of the difference. Jamie Carragher is more of a Premier League legend than Erling Holland is. All right. All right. It's crazy. Um, you, you said Alvarez, though, by yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh... Like I don't know in the prem I don't think here's a, here's a, I think that's a player that we don't see stay in the prem I think Isak's not built for the prem I know he's doing his playing and I'm not that's not like a knock on him that's not me saying he's bad I just don't think he's a prem player especially for Newcastle I think I could see him ending up at like a Dortmund you know something like that as lower a smaller team maybe like an Atletico Madrid or something like that um, I can see that I thought like Atletico Madrid and Dortmund are bigger than Newcastle though no they they, they are but like. I think it, where he's a guaranteed starter, guy that's going to bag goals wherever he goes. Um, obviously, he's prep proven now, so you don't know what's going to happen. I don't see him staying in Newcastle, though. Yeah. I would go with him, though, for this, between him and Alvarez. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, to wrap the pot up. Game picks this week. A lot of games. Um, got a full weekend of games this week, starting at five, starting at 5.30 early tomorrow. Man City, Everton um, at the empty head. 
It's just at the empty end, I think it is. That, that game is literally going to be 9-0 City. <laughs> say that every week. I say it every week because it's going to happen. It is at the empty end. Realistically, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go 5-1. 5-1. Yes. Also, I won last week, so it's 5-3. Um, all because I picked Arsenal. That's what it came down to. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and I would have picked Liverpool if, if we didn't get into a major uh, debate last week. Um, what? Oh, don't you have someone to shout out, man? Oh, shout out, Mama Petty. Shout out, Miss Petty, for showing me some love. Thank you, thank you for that. We really, we really appreciate that. Even Tyler's mom agreed that I was right in that debate. I'm just kidding, but all love. Shout out to the Petty family. They're great. Thank you guys for showing us love every week and supporting us. Beautiful. Um, what did you say? Five one is yeah, what you five, said. Five one city. How about three? Uh, how about four nil? My prediction. Same score difference, but four nil. Um, Tottenham Brighton. It's also tomorrow. It's a very interesting game. Is it at Brighton or is it at uh, at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? That's such a lame name. Right. And it's cool. It's a good stadium. So you can you can have it on Madden. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go with Tottenham just because I feel like after that Neil Mape stuff last weekend, the boy, uh, there's no way there's no way they can like they have that kind of like. Mm-hmm. He's a bloody I, cheat. Yeah. 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 I, I'll go with James Madison and the Spurs. Okay. Um, score prediction. Ooh. Three one. Three one. I'm gonna go with one one nil Spurs. I think Richarlison bags another one and gets a win in like the first, somewhere in the first half. Okay, I see that. And then you guys have Burnley this weekend at home. What time is that? Eight a.m. tomorrow. So that's a noon. That is no, that's not a noon kickoff. No, that's, that's like, like three. Yeah. yeah. Right, good. Is it a new kick? Is it a new kickoff? No, City's on a new kickoff right. this week. If it was a new kickoff, I'd pick Burnley. <laughs> 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 but no, I think we'll be good. I'll go three zero. That's three zero. Yeah, three zero. One one. At Anfield. Yeah. One one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pick it. I am picking it. Lock it in, dude. All right, lock it in. Um, West Ham Arsenal. Another good game. Is it? Who's home? Is it at? West Ham. It's at the. It's at the. What's that? The London Stadium. Yeah, the London Stadium. Yeah. That's where they blow bubbles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. Want to go? Nah, nah. David Moyes. David Moyes. He's I think he's like the worst career. Right oh, now. actually, Rice returns. Rice returns. That's actually I think, a big deal. I think that's like a stat. That like out of every manager in the Premier League history, he's, he's like the worst record against the top six. Really, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, but I think Arsenal win that one. I, I go Arsenal two one. Wow, this is actually. Oh, I got a pick actually. Oh, you said Arsenal two one. Yeah. I'll go. Ar- I'll go. Ar- I'll go Arsenal. Two two now. I'll go two now. Arsenal. Um, this is an insane weekend for games. I'm realizing right now. Looking at this, Villa United is the next one. Who's home? Uh, Villa's home. This is a very interesting for the. This is going to be a very interesting week for the table. I'm definitely going to look at Mark Goldbridge's TikTok for that game. Right. But I'll definitely go. I'm going to one United. Honestly. Really? You think they're hot right now? I I I, I think Hoyland's been. He, he finally found his perfect. Yeah. Game. Owens found his form, United's found their form, and this is where this is where it ends, honestly. Two one two one Villa. Okay. Easy. We're flipped. Yeah. So we have two more games left. We gotta pick a neutral game, but uh we end on Monday with Chelsea Palace. Noah Lise or Eze. You guys should go two zero. Two zero Chelsea. 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 At Chelsea. Palace. Chelsea. It's a derby nah, game. Nah, 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 nah. Chelsea. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna sing it here. Uh, at Palace. Hey, no. What'd you say? Two zero. I'll agree with that. Two zero, uh, Chelsea. Hopefully, uh, we can maybe get two wins in a row. Maybe not, but that's the prem. You know, who cares about the prem this year if you're a Chelsea fan? Care unless we uh, unless we uh, try to try to win the prem, you know, potentially. I mean, you're still going on a seventeen game winning streak. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose a single game. I mean, crazier things have happened. No, they haven't. <laughs> no, they have not, dude. Um, my neutral game is what I picked out for this week combo: Wolves, Brentford. Who's home? Wolves. Wolves. Two one Wolves. I think I've been telling back to goals in Milwaukee. Wolves are hot too yeah, right now. Pedro, Pedro I hate I hate wolves after last week. Um, was it Cunha who scored a hat trick last week? Yeah, was it? one yeah. of the worst finishers in the prem, by the way. He actually is. Like like I saw some stat on TikTok that day. He actually is. He's like the most missed chances inside the six yard box. Lily Lee says not Darwin. He scored a hat trick. What? Lily Lee says not Darwin stat. Welcome to my world with Timo 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 Bear in there. Timo um, Wolves, Brentford at Wolves. Um, I'm gonna go Brentford. Uh, Brentford two nil. Brentford two nil. I think Wolves kind of fall off this week. They're they've been inconsistent all season. That's why they're mid table. Um, that's gonna wrap it up this week though. Yep. Another good episode. Another good episode. Extra time. And then shout out the boys tomorrow. Uh, Seth is gonna be at the West Ma- at the Waste Management. Waste Open. Management. Yeah. Uh, I will be calling a water polo game for Blaze. Blaze oh no, Sports. it's no bot six. No, no bottom of six tomorrow unless Dave does a solo show. But I think he'll be at Waste. He'll, he'll be at Waste too. Management. Yeah. So no show this weekend, um, but we'll be back. Super Bowl picks. I'm going the Chiefs. Tyler's going the Niners. Hope you all have a blessed weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah. Enjoy your family. We'll we'll be back next week for uh, Champions League. Champions, Champions League will be back. Ooh, so we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, that'll wrap it up for this week, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace!